Hey there, and welcome back to the Pastor's Q&A, biblical answers for your questions. And this question comes to us today from one of our listeners. It says this, it says, how were Pharaoh's magicians able to turn their rods into snakes? Is the devil able to give certain powers like that to people? And this story comes out of the book of Exodus. If you remember God, he commissions Moses to uh, speak to him through the burning bush and commissions him to go set the Israelites free. And he says that he will give him power to perform signs and miracles among the Egyptians so that everybody will know that he is the Lord. And so the first sign that Moses performs is taking his staff, putting it on the ground, and then it and then it miraculously turns into a snake. And so Pharaoh, he calls his magicians to the court, and somehow they're able to replicate this miracle. They're able to do the same thing and conjure up snakes, although in the end, the snake that God creates ends up swallowing the snake that the Egyptians create. And so two theories about how they're able to do this and how they're able to perform a few other miracles that they end up performing. One theory is this, and that is, yes, that Satan can actually empower people or give people certain powers to do certain things in his service. There's a, a passage in the book of Revelation where it talks about Satan causing a statue to speak. Or another passage where this shows up is in the book of Acts chapter 16. Here's what it says. Paul and Silas are uh, on their way to perform some mission work, and it says this. It says, as we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul and us crying out, these men are servants of the most high God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. So Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out of her that very hour. And so this is an instance of somebody with a spirit of divination. This is a demonic spirit that was able to do fortune telling. And apparently it was accurate enough to make her boss a whole lot of money. And so again, this is an instance of an evil spirit empowering somebody to do something. And so that, that's theory number one. Theory number two is that these magicians were simply creating illusions. And so if you've ever seen a, uh, a really good magician, you know the power of illusion. You know the power of deception or sleight of hand. I remember one time I was uh, able to see the magician Lance Burton in Las Vegas. And he could do some incredible things. He was able to form doves out of nothing over and over again. Dove here, dove here, dove here. All these amazing things. And so it's very possible that the magicians were doing a similar thing. Thing. There's actually a snake charming trick where you are able to take a snake and do something to cause it to be as stiff as a rod or as stiff as a staff, and then at the snap of your fingers, it forms a snake again. And so it's possible that the magicians were able to do this. There's two more miracles that they replicate as well. The second one is turning water into blood, which would easily be accomplished with some sort of dye or food coloring. And the third one was producing frogs. Now, this is kind of a funny one for them to replicate because all it did was actually add to the problem. There was already an infestation of frogs. They didn't need any more frogs. It would have been far more miraculous if they had caused the frogs to disappear. But uh, there was a clip I saw of a uh, famous street magician who was able to do a similar thing. He was actually able to conjure up frogs in his mouth and then spit them out into people's drinks. I don't think anybody uh, enjoyed their drink after that. But these are some, th some things that could have simply been done by 
by illusions, or a combination of both. Satan is called the deceiver, and so whether he was equipping these magicians with actual power, whether he was leading them uh, to be simply very good illusionists, they were able to turn many people astray to worship the gods of the Egyptians. And so, but after that third miracle, after producing frogs, they weren't able to replicate anything else that Moses and Aaron were able to do. And later on, they themselves, they actually declare, they say, this is the finger of God that is causing these things. And so even these Egyptian idol-worshiping magicians were able to recognize the power of God when Pharaoh wasn't. And so God, he allowed them to do this for his glory and for the liberation of his people. But Satan is on a very short leash. Anything that Satan exercises power with is still able to be used by God for his purposes. And you see a hint of what uh, God was doing here in the book of Exodus chapter 12. This is as uh, God is, is preparing for the final plague, the Passover, and it says this in chapter 12. It says um, that uh, God was coming to his people and God was going to do this, and in, in verse 12 it says this. He says, I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. And so God allowed these magicians to do this so that he could execute judgment on the very gods that they were claiming to be empowered by. There was no power of Ra. There was no power of the Nile. There was only the Lord. And at the end, everybody recognized that he is the true God. We'll see you next time.